Hey, it's Sierra Clark, your host of Breakthrough Pain Podcast. I'm here to share experience, knowledge, vulnerability, and hope so you can apply these resources for finding alternatives to live the best life that you aspire. Did you know that 55% of Americans regularly take prescription medication? That in the highest overdose rate involves opioids. I want to change the perspective on the medicine the way it should be. I was almost a victim of overdosing on all of my prescriptions when I was a teenager, and I'm here to give you the insight on my story and how I've been clean from medications for almost four years now. How I used to be a crippled and disabled at age 19 to hiking mountaintops and living out my purpose using alternative, functional, holistic, and naturopathic medicine, the way our bodies are meant to. And... My mission for you as a listener is to give you an open mind on healing yourself. And I will have experts on here as well with an honest and vulnerable conversation and also life warriors on how they live an optimal life. So please join me in my journey in educating you. I am so excited to introduce my first guest on my show, and it's Chanel Telshaw. She has battled through illness and medications and a physical health struggle in her life and found an outstanding, unfamiliar tool that completely changed her life around to healing herself and looking her best. And she's now clean from medications and feeling better than ever. She cooks around the United States for families to show how to eat healthier and retain the nutrients in their meals. We don't understand how important it is and the impact it has on how we cook and the surface we cook on. And she is a certified plant-based nutritionist, attended a cancer prevention class and a CBD class that teaches how to enhance our endocannabinoid system. She has made a huge impact in my life, and I'm so stoked to share her story and her knowledge and her breakthrough. She is now creating a brand called Squat and Swap to help others swap out toxic foods for a better alternative and help lose weight and live a healthier life. I really hope you enjoy this episode and conversation as much as I do. Hey, Chanel. How are you? Oh, really good, Sierra. How are you? I'm good. Um, thank you so much for being a guest on my podcast. I am super, super excited to have you on um, and for you to share your journey and all the things that we'll be discussing. So thank you so much. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You're very welcome. Of course. My pleasure. I'm excited to share. Thank you. Um, I just wanted to start off just so people get a little bit of a background about you and what you do and really just kind of what your, what your journey has started out with. Um, if you want to give us a little brief background of your profession and, and, and why you chose the career that you have. So my, my career started about 10 years ago. Um, I have been in, uh, in the direct sales industry and I, there's kind of two parts to it, but I started because of my health and I got introduced to it because of that. And then I, I stuck in the direct sales industry 
because of what it has done for, for my health and its cooking techniques on how to enhance nutrition in the foods that you're already cooking. And I've been doing it for, it's, I think I'll have my, my 10 year anniversary this November. Wow. Wow. Yeah. So yeah, it's all, and it's cooking, cooking and food. And I, I love it. I never liked it before 10 years, but I started, uh, I started this company and yeah, now I I'm in love with food and cooking. <laughs> that is, that's really awesome. Um, now if you wanted to go into any details on, you know, you said that you cook for a living, which is really amazing. Um, I would really <laughs> love to know and uh, what, in what detail you you cook and and how you cook and what you've done to share with people how to retain their nutrients in in their cooking. Yeah, so uh, so the the so because it's direct sales, we do have cooking utensils that do help with that. And the cooking utensils, uh, so the what we use is Salad Master, and so that that those cooking utensils for me really helped me and uh, kind of start my health journey a little bit before 10 years ago. And when the nice thing is, is that because of what I noticed when I started cooking with it within the first 30 days, like what I noticed with my, with my body, um, I noticed that it was really true (laughs) that, you know, what, what these cooking utensils can actually do for you. Um, and you know, salad master is a proud sponsor of the American diabetes association, the cancer project, and, uh, which is very, very positive. And the key is the, the metals that it is made out of, uh, the, the, you know, the cooking surface is, uh, 316, uh, 316 steel TI, which is the titanium and the the other benefit to it is that on the lids there is a what's called a vapor valve and it sits on top of the lid and it actually starts to click when the inside of the cookware has reached approximately 187 degrees and so you're not cooking above 200 which is when we start to lose a lot of our nutrients so it's all about low heat cooking but because of how it cooks, we cook in half the time. So you're not cooking forever and a day because we're all busy. I mean, Hey, I'm about to be a mom. I'm so (laughs) thankful that I have this cookware because I I am not putting something in the oven for five hours and getting hot. I'd rather just make a lasagna in the cookware in like 20, 30 minutes instead of waiting for like an hour and a half for it. (laughs) Wow. Lasagna. That sounds Oh yeah. And it's, it is delicious. So, and I'm, I'm, there's a lot of, you know, besides nutrition, it's just kind of fun because you can cook foods a whole lot faster without ruining your nutrients. That's what I love about it. Wow. Um, yeah. I really hear the passion behind it too, which is, which is really fascinating. Um, oh, I totally believe in it. Yep. <laughs> you know, uh, I, you also mentioned to, to before that you had a, a health struggle before you got into salad master. Could you go a little bit into that in what you did struggle with before you got introduced to salad master and how salad master changed your, your life and your health? Yeah. So the, the health struggles, I really, I really couldn't tell you exactly what it is. And the reason why is because I was never diagnosed with anything in particular. Uh, but 
what I would struggle with is I was, you can tell I was very deficient in nutrients. Um, I, I mean, I was, when I, so I moved out of my house at 17 and when I was 17, you know, you move into your first apartment and you, I don't, I didn't know how to cook then. So what do you, what do you do? You take freezer meals, pop them in the microwave or put them on, you know, some nonstick skillet and you just heat things up and you really don't know how to take care of your body yet. And at this point, I really didn't know what I was doing. I just knew that I lived on my own and, Oh, I'm cooking. I'm cooking. <laughs> and so I, so I really didn't know, but I started to, uh, I started to go downhill with my health and I don't know what, I don't know exactly what caused it. Um, I just know what I think what, uh, what helped and so a couple of things that I went through was, for one, I, I just remember, this was a very profound memory, and I remember um, my body used to get so stiff, um, it, I couldn't talk. Um, I, my mom, actually, she had to uh, put me in a wheelchair and because I couldn't walk from even the car into the hospital. Um, and I really, I, I, I felt like as if I was almost becoming brain dead and it was really scary. And I, I don't know what was going, I really, I, I don't know what was wrong. I, my, my nails were very brittle. Uh, my hair, so my hairdresser, um, I asked her to, you know, kind of give me a nice like trim and all that stuff. And, and she looked at me and she said, Chanel, do you, have you seen your, the top of your head? And I'm like, what do you mean? What's wrong? What's, what's, what's wrong? So now I'm like, now I'm worried. And she said, you're losing hair. Like a lot of it. She's, I, she's like, I, I don't, I don't want to touch it. And she, I, I don't want to do anything to, to worsen it. And I, and I was like, are you kidding? And so, so my hair would fall out in chunks and it, you could see my scalp. So my hair was thin. My nails were brittle. They, I literally, have you seen, uh, you know, like the croissant biscuits from the, you know, from the, the croissants and they have layers. Totally. That's what my nails were doing. Wow. So literally I had layers of nails, um, you know, coming off. Um, my skin was a dear, it was turning a different color. I would get headaches constantly. You could hardly touch me or like hug me without me going out. So I did know that I did suffer from fibromyalgia, um, severely. And so, but I was never diagnosed what I was told or given, I should say was here, take this orange bottle of pills, take this orange bottle and take this one. And when things got worse, Oh, take this one and take this one. And so I did have quite a few, um, orange bottles at my house, um, in my medicine cabinet just to keep me functioning throughout the day because of what was going on. That. So, yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I, I just know, like, just 
so I, I literally couldn't say what I was uh, suffering with. I just know what health symptoms you were suffering. uh, Yeah. Yeah. What symptoms I was suffering with. And I just know that I was introduced to salad master hope in, in light of hoping that it would help me because I didn't know where, I didn't know where to go. (laughs) What happened after you were introduced and how long, uh, how long did it take you to actually notice a difference of your health um, getting better after using Salad Master? So I, when I got, uh, so I got introduced um, 2011, October of 2000, October of 2011. And I, uh, I actually started to use the cookware and for about two weeks. So I was invited to use the cookware for two weeks just to see if it could help. I mean, and I, I, I told the person who introduced it, uh, you know, to me, I, you know, I told him, I'm like, doctors don't even know what's wrong. So I don't know how cookware is going to help me. I didn't change my diet. And this is one thing I, if I wanted a burger, I, and if I wanted a burger, if I wanted vegetables, if I wanted anything, it would be made in the cookware. But what I did do is I stopped the microwave for two weeks and I used different cooking utensils, Um, but I did not change my diet. And so for that two weeks, I noticed that my headaches were fading and I had major migraine headaches. I mean, ibuprofen was like, it was like a staple in my house. And I felt probably I was damaging kidneys, liver. I mean, you name it. I was probably, oh yeah, all of it. So yeah, I just, um, so after about two weeks, I was like, okay, (laughs) okay. So it's helping headaches. Hmm. So then I started using it, um, then for about a month and then, so normally I would have a lot of flu type um, symptoms. I would be very sick. Um, I would always have the fever um, and I would, I would be nauseous all the time and just sick. And I, uh, yeah. So after about, after about a month uh, using it, I, wow. Okay. So my headaches are, they are, they are disappearing. And then my, my, my flu-like symptoms are starting to back off. And I'm like, (laughs) I mean, this is is weird actually, because uh, like I, my headaches for one and my nausea pills, I would reach for as a habit. Yeah. It it would, I mean, it literally was, I'm like, wait, do I really need this? Or am I just such in a habit of grabbing these pills because it's like a bandaid, you know? Yep, absolutely. And yeah. And so, and, but I stopped grabbing them when I started to feel symptoms back off. I stopped grabbing for those medications. And I'm sure what a, what an amazing just transformation. I mean, because just going through what I've gone through in my past and having a break of relief without having a pill, that is life-changing. And what emotions did you go through when you hit the stage of, wow, I, I actually, I don't have to reach for an ibuprofen. I don't have to reach for my Zofran. 
And I mean, all the things that just in, just in a couple months of using this cookware, what emotions did you go through? <laughs> well, uh, one of them is shock. <laughs> I, I, and I thought maybe I was a little, you know, a little cr- like going crazy for a little bit because kind I'm like sitting here like going. placebo effect in a way. Yeah, no, yeah. that literally, that's how I felt because I'm like, am I, have I been like, have I been mentally thinking that I need medication? Did I really need it? Do I not? The, you know, I've been, I've been questioning my, <laughs> I started to question what I was going through and yeah, but it was more, it was at first, it was a shock um, in the first 30 days um, because what really hit me was six months of using it. Mm. And still I didn't change my diet. I haven't changed anything. It's just, I just, I stopped going out to eat. I, and I stopped using the microwave. So now after six months, I stopped going out to eat. Um, and I just noticed that, wow. And, you know, not saying that, you know, the, you know, not making any claims, but I mean, I'll just say for me, so my fibromyalgia was very, very severe after six months you can hug me again. And I wouldn't say, ow, you could, you could actually like, I mean, I could go like this now, you know, I could go, I could like touch my arm and it wouldn't be painful anymore or this or my legs. And it was really incredible. That's when I started, my emotions were like, wow, like this, something's working. And I don't know if, if it's what I'm using or what I've taken away or a combination of both. I'll t- but I mean, I, I really think it's a combination of both, but then I, I didn't know. I, all I knew was that I wanted to continue. Yeah. And, and I knew that if after six months, my headaches, the, fl- the, the flu symptoms, the, the, the fibromyalgia, um, I, I mean, I could, I mean, I didn't need, I didn't have to go to the doctor (laughs) and I I didn't have to get more pills within six months. I didn't have to get refills. What? That's not my life. (laughs) That's not how I've been living. And so, yeah. So after six months, yeah, I was, I was pretty much all in and I started to now, instead of watching others cook for people and help them with their cooking habits and their health, I decided to take this step and say, I want to do it now. So I, I wanted to start showing, showing off this, this, these cooking utensils that helped me within six months. Yeah. I I mean, it's just amazing. So that's, so I fully dove right in, um, in six months and, I loved it. And the testimonies that I've heard since, I mean, I'll have tears with what I've heard and it's pretty amazing. Oh, I'm sure you've heard within 10 years and however many families you've cooked for, I'm sure it's been thousands of families that you've cooked <laughs> for. Um, yeah. Yeah. And, and I see the transformations and the testimonies I can only imagine. And I can attest from my own testimony actually using salad master, um, because you were the one that actually, 
introduced me to sound <laughs> that is that is true I did <laughs> yeah and uh, I was you know and, and you told me this is specifically what you told me because of my chronic nausea and you said all right just try this for a month I just want you to try using just this just this one skillet I want you to cook everything in this don't go out to eat don't use a microwave and I remember after that whole month I was like oh my gosh, my heartburn, I mean, has decreased. My, my aches has decreased. I mean, it was just an incredible, incredible moment for me. And then also the taste and the flavor and seeing the color, the, I mean, like you literally see the flavonoid come out in the inside of that vegetable when you cook even more than it's raw. And it was a really beautiful thing. And so, um, Wow. I, I really thank you for sharing just your story and, and all, you know, all that Soundmaster offers, not only for you, but for families that you cook for. And I think it's a really, really great thing that you get to travel and teach people how to cook healthy. Because um, I also think that it's, it's one of those underlining problems that families are not well educated enough to to, to, to cook the correct meals and how to cook and what to cook on, you know, and, and it's, and it's very sad. And, and I think that, and I think that educating people on, you know, what nonstick and what cast iron and what aluminum, what all of those cooking services really do to our body. Um, yeah. and so I will definitely include in the, in the show notes, what, um, salad master, what it provides because, um, I know it's the best literally in the world and, and yeah. I always <laughs> attest to, to cooking on salad master. So that's amazing. So thank you. Um, oh, wow. No, thank you. I appreciate even that testimony even from you too. That's amazing. Yeah. So, and I, I know you've been using it for oh, man. quite a, quite a few years. And, <laughs> yeah. you know, I, I, I just remember, you know, I do, I do remember, um, I think we made, and see, I, I think our first dish wasn't even like at most even the healthiest um, because, you know, I was kind of brand new in it and I, you know, you were brand new of using it. And I think we were talking about, this was even before your major health journey change. Mm -hmm. I think we made um, like an Alfredo dish or something in it, but yeah. we made it in like, you know, 15, 20 minutes. But yeah. I remember, I remember also when um, I, before, before you stopped using the microwave, <laughs> uh, I think I, I do remember when you were about to go heat something up and I was like, what are you doing? And you're like, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm heating up thing. I, and I asked you, well, what's the difference? You're cooking, reheating. What's the difference? It's the same temperature, you know? And so, um, and then, but we actually re I think we reheated that food in the cookware. So we stayed away from the microwave that day. And, you know, and, and, and quite the difference, I will say, um, and for my listeners, try to reheat on the stove over the microwave because I'm telling you the difference that I had tasted, that I had felt, that I saw, that I smelt was... Yeah. Um, all your senses. <laughs> all of your senses, yes. Because the thing is, is when you reheat it, especially in Saltmaster, everything comes to life again. It's like you recooked the same meal that you just cooked fresh. And when you put it in the microwave, I mean, you know, that's a whole nother, that's a whole nother game about talking yeah. about the microwave when it does, but, yeah. um, but yeah. And, and so I, I, so I appreciate, I appreciate that story because I totally remember <laughs> that. 
Um, <laughs> so it's, yeah, it, it's, it's pretty, it's pretty amazing. You just go, Oh, hmm. Yeah. I mean, the <laughs> it, it, after. yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Wow. Now, um, what now, I guess the reason that you live the lifestyle um, of health, I know that, you know, you and I have chatted before about you going vegetarian. And so you decided to take this journey of going into this amazing company that provides great, you know, cooking utensils um, for all the best nutrients impossible. Now, when did you make an even bigger switch to, to go to vegetarian and why? So 2000, uh, 2014, I decided to go vegetarian. So that is, I guess, six years now. Um, and I, I can say I'm like 99.9% .9 vegetarian. Um, I do have every once in a while I have shrimp, but, um, but I went vegetarian after I graduated from the cancer project, uh, cancer project school and when I took that in Texas, I, at first I was very, um, very reluctant on listening to a lot of information that I might be learning because the whole class was going to be vegan, whole food, plant-based. And of course, at that time I was a meat eater <laughs> and I was, I fully believed in, you know, eating meat and you have to have meat like all day, every day, uh, you know, like, like, like most people do and think. And, but I learned so much from that class and that I, <laughs> yeah, after, after that, I was like, uh, okay. I, I didn't fully take on, you know, the vegan plant-based lifestyle, but I figured if I could take out the, the, you know, the, the major proteins, you know, the, uh, you know, the chicken, the steak, the pork and things like that, you know, I, I could maybe make a difference in my body, but also make a difference, you know, for the planet as well. Hmm. And now that actually brings up a question for me. So when you started, it was more, it was more towards the health aspect first, when you realized that switch and, and when you were educated on now, did you do any meals? Did you guys cook in the cancer uh, schooling? Um, yeah, there, I, I will never forget this one. And it was nachos. Okay. So weird. Okay. Because uh, what nachos in a cancer prevention? Really? <laughs> um, but I, I, okay. So I love, like, I've loved nachos and this, when, when I got, when I got fed nachos, it looked like nacho cheese. Like it literally looked like there was nacho cheese on corn chips. <laughs> and so I start and I was like, okay, at first I, I looked at it. I just stared at it and I was like, okay, but this is not cheese. No, this, no, no, this isn't cheese, right? Is it cheese? Yeah. <laughs> like, is it? I, I didn't know what to think when I first looked at it. And I was very skeptical. And because I also like cheese as well. I mean, that's why I'm, you know, a vegetarian, but, but I, I've cut it out, you know, a lot, but, but in this class, I, I learned that plants 
can turn into cheese. <laughs> and so, and so can, uh, cashews. <laughs> so I, my first bite, I was sold and I couldn't believe the flavor, the, I mean, the color, the, everything was on point. And from there, I like, it was just amazing. From there, I was, I, I started to believe that there are food combinations that you could make at home to help replace, uh, you know, some you know, some of the things that you are eating just to, to be healthier. So as of right now, it was all about health for me. It wasn't necessarily ethics at the moment. Got it. So. Love that. But the not nachos, all this, <laughs> that, that was one thing I'll never forget. I won't forget that. Wow. And not, Oh, nachos and, um, uh, chocolate tofu pudding. What? I, I looked at that pudding like, I am not eating this. It's tofu. I've never had tofu in my life. And, but I, so in norm, what, I, what I noticed is after I ate that, the tofu pudding, I actually didn't have any stomach issues after I ate it. So normally if I was to eat like, you know, the little snack pack chocolate cups, yeah. I didn't realize until I ate this pudding that I knew that dairy actually had an effect on me. Mm. And when I, when I took out meat and dairy, because I had no choice, (laughs) but when, um, I mean, I did, but I, I did the whole class and I, I went vegan the whole week Whole experience. Yeah. I did the whole experience. I didn't want to ruin anything. I just wanted to be full in it. And when we ate vegan for a whole week, my body felt so good. And not, you know, not to be like too TMI for listeners out there, but <laughs> I'll tell you what, my digestive system, oh. I have never experienced <laughs> a, a, like I would say <laughs> bowel movements <laughs> like yeah. that ever because, but you're get all of that fiber. So at, at the end of this class, I felt so good, so energetic. I mean, I slept so good and you felt, you feel lighter and you felt, I, I, I felt so clean yeah. and I'm like, okay, there has to be something to this and learning everything that I did. I mean, there was something thick, to it. <laughs> oh, there's some, there's something to it. And <laughs> yeah. And I, I experienced it for myself. Wow. You know, um, speaking of digestion, I mean, for one, I'm sure you had all the nutrients, macro, micro, phyto, the fiber and uh, the probiotics and prebiotics that you were getting from your food. I mean, that is an amazing, you know, just story as well, because what it had done, you had experienced as, you know, a, a meat eater and dairy consumer, you went full vegan, you know, for one week and you come out this whole nother person. And, you know, and and especially your gut, I mean, your gut plays a huge role in our health. I mean, the gut is a second brain, as they say, and our microbiome controls how we feel. And I love that. You are, I was going to say, you, you, you are very correct. When you, when you just said that statement, it's like a second brain. Yeah, it is because whatever's going your gut affects your mental state. Yeah, so I completely, absolutely. I completely agree with you on that. Yes. And 
so just hearing, just hearing too. I mean, when I, when I did go, <laughs> when I did go fully plant-based, I realized, um, and also <laughs> free, but that's, that's a different, that's a different subject. But I realized that my digestive system just, I mean, that flows, man, (laughs) (laughs) you know, and and you feel so good. So, you know, so, so I, I I can definitely second on, on a great digestive system when you, when you do eat that way. (laughs) And it feels amazing. (laughs) Yeah. Awesome. (laughs) And when you enjoy the food they were eating, that's the best part. And I think that there's also a lot of stigma on being healthy or, or even making a transformation and just eating, you know, even a plant-based meal is it's almost like this, ew, you know, no, it's, it can be absolutely delicious. You just have to use the right foods and yep. or the right spices or, you know, use a little mm-hmm. bit more nutritional yeast if you want more of that cheesy flavor. Or there's just certain things that, you know, that you can do to make it fun, which I think is a really yep. great experience, you know, for somebody that was completely on one side, went to the <laughs> other side and came out going, okay, I might want to meet in the middle. And that's where you became vegetarian. Am I correct? Oh, yeah, I did. <laughs> that's how I, I just met in the middle. And I, and, but, but I lessened, I lessened a lot of even the dairy as well. Yeah. So, and, and that's, and that, that's what I did. So I, I, ha- I found a happy, I found a happy medium for me to, to become at that point healthier than I was. Good. Awesome. <laughs> I'll, just ba- steps, baby steps. Yes. And you know, and I think that's I think it's really important too for, you know, for everyone as well to, to understand that, you know, it doesn't have to be an overnight change. It doesn't have to be no. now. It doesn't have to be, you know, you have to be completely greens tonight and forever hold your peace. But I think that <laughs> for, for each person, yes, that all of our bodies are made differently. I definitely agree to that. And you know, and I think that our, we have to meet our bodies where they're at right now. And then we have to have a goal and where we want our body physically, mentally, you know, internally where we want it to be in the future. And, uh, and I think that's a really great thing that you just, that you just said is it does, it takes steps. Um, but you did, you took baby steps and then you're like, you know what, I'm going to lessen my dairy, you know, because you know, the ramifications of, you know, what dairy can do and and the indigestion and the bloating and, you know, unfortunately the, the, you know, fuel on, you know, on cancer, I'm not a doctor, but I am saying that I have read, you know, a lot of things as well from Dr. Campbell. I know that you've been in that class for, how long was that class for? Uh, That was a a six to eight month, six to eight, eight month schooling. Yeah. Okay. Um, now, I think that's really awesome. What other schooling or classes or certifications have you gone through? It was, um, so w- more recently, uh, two, about a year and a half, year and a half ago, um, I did the, the Cornell online uh, for plant-based nutrition to get certified in plant-based nutrition so I could teach that if I wanted. Awesome. Is there any other schooling or any other classes that you took along with that? or yeah there um there is another one i've so i've taken quite a few like you know online just like extra educational absolutely uh different food courses uh because now it's food is really interesting to me now and it really never was and i'm learning so much um but another one that i did take um january i think january 2020 was a uh it was a it was a C, it was a CBD class 
but it was also an endo um, cannabinoid class as well, meaning learning about phyto cannabinoids. <laughs> so, um, so meaning phyto plant. So learning how CBD oil and plants go hand in hand to your like consumption of, of the CBD oil just, just to, just to enhance it. And it's pretty, I'll tell you what, that class I did full in, I ate all the foods and I, I, you know, I, uh, I had some CBD different, you know, like liquids and, and I had like a, a water that was infused with uh, CBD and different, different types. And the, the feeling that you have throughout the class you know, it just, it makes you feel, I mean, you, you really feel the effects of what plants and oil can do naturally. Wow. I'm sure it, it was, was really neat. It was almost just like, you know, because I, I do also consume CBD. Um, and, and, and I'm sure that just the, just that over, you know, just almost just that whole overall feeling of calming and euphoria and just that feeling of feeling good and and I'm sure it, it was very it was very warm and fuzzy I'll tell you that <laughs> <laughs> I felt good yeah I'm, I'm sure you know that's oh gosh I would honestly love love to to take a class like that because I'm all into you know CBD and terpenes and um, because even in terpenes per se too they all have their own specifics on what they do and there's also certain foods and plants that bring out the terpenes that will enhance our CB1, CB2 receptors. So um, if, if you have any suggestions or at all, or any even just a couple foods um, that you can share with us that, uh, that can actually you know, enhance a little bit of your, your CB receptors. Yeah, um, so, and I, I did wanna say too that I, before this class, I really didn't know anything about our ECS system and going through this class, I learned that our bodies actually, we, we, we have, you know, we, we have a, we have that system in our body, but it's up to our diet. If it's going to, if it's up to our diet, whether or not it's going to be released to make you feel better. Full effect. Exactly. Because, yeah. and when because when we're, yes, that's the endocannabinoid system, correct? Just want to yeah, make sure yes. listeners know this. Yep. Okay. Oh yes. Yes. So, um, uh, yes, you are correct. And this, if you are deficient in your own ECS system, in your body, there's quite a few, there's quite a few symptoms that can rattle your body, but in a bad way. Um, you know, a couple of them, migraines, IBS, fibromyalgia, a lot of inflammation, um, anxiety, depression, uh, Parkinson's, Huntington's disease, um, sleep disorders, and more, you know, there's just more to them. There's so many things that can happen. And so that's what I learned in this class, which is really, really neat. What, what plants, what nature's way, nature is pretty amazing. I'll tell you that. Amen, sister. <laughs> Amen. So, yeah. And so what, and you know, the nice thing is, is that the, the foods, you, you want to, you want to combine certain foods 
together. So it works like a moving, like a system, like a, a, like a, like a train all put together. All, they, they all have to go in one direction, all connected and going in one direction. And some of the, some of the, uh, some of the, the foods or recipes, one, wa- one actually was without the pasta, but it was a uh, putinesca and uh it's a so it's an italian dish and but in there you have like olives and artichoke hearts and chickpeas and capers okay so it, when you when putting all of these different foods together i mean there's more too sure. um but but all the mixtures of the plants and herbs and veg and vegetables that are in this dish it just reacts and it just, it makes you feel, it makes you feel less, almost like less inflamed. You, you don't feel as, wow. I, it, it's just, it's really, it's really neat what happens when you put all these different foods together. Um, there, I, I know that we did have um, a really amazing smoothie. Um, it was a, a plant uh, cannabinoid smoothie, and you have you have your non dairy milk, uh, of course, um, because dairy uh, it just causes inflammation in the body. So you have dairy, you have mango or peaches, banana, uh, spirulina powder, um, avocado, kale, uh, and you blend it. Mm. And and on, but on this one though, they use dinosaur kale. So, yeah, so because there are different types of kale and uh, in this smoothie, what was used was dinosaur kale and this smoothie tasted amazing. And I never thought that I would ever consume like, you know, different types of kale in my life. Um, But of course, my health journey when it started back in 2014, pretty much, I, uh, I started to use different vegetables and different fruits. And this I didn't know. I and I, I learned just so much about kale and spirulina and how what what they do to your body. It was really really neat how how plants and natural oils what they do when they come together. Oh, absolutely. And you feel really good. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> um. You know, that, that, for one, I do want that recipe, by the way. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, I'll, I will send it over to you. Trust me. <laughs> um, you know, actually, if you, just for so our listeners can, can actually write this down, do you mind sharing that uh, recipe one more time so maybe our listeners can try it out? Yeah, the, uh, the, the putinesca or the smoothie? The, the smoothie, absolutely. Okay, the smoothie. Okay, so you have one cup of non-dairy milk. One cup mango or peaches, one banana, one teaspoon spirulina powder, a half of an avocado, and two cups raw dinosaur kale, and use processed in a blender until smooth. Mm, love it. Wow. Yeah. Love that. And you can always, too, you know, uh, if, if you ever wanted to replace the, the you know, non-dairy milk with water to make it less sugary, less creamy, totally up to you as well. Um, yep. you know, in, in any smoothie making too. So that's always great. Um, now for, now when you also say, so, you know, I, I do want to ask you too, I know that you've been in a big health transformation in this and learning a lot also to taking that, uh, plant-based nutritional, uh, school or in the, that class that you talked about too. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I, I just want to know, you know, for, for one, I just, I want to say that that's, I really, really um, admire all of the certifications and all the classes that you've just taken to further your knowledge and education on your health and, and how to make your, how to make yourself feel better and especially how to make yourself feel better from plants and from this earth. And I love that, you know, that just changed your perspective on how to be healthy using earth's medicine. I mean, it's a real thing and you've experienced it and you haven't just learned it, but you experienced it and you went full into it. And that's, that's what I love as well, because you weren't contradicting yourself every single day you know, using one thing at night and then just going to the school during the day. So first off, I, I just want to say, I admire, I admire that about, you know, about you too. And, um, now, Thank you. now just absolutely moving on to just an, just another question for you. What, what would you think, say that your biggest struggle in your, in, in your health transformation throughout these years, what, what's your biggest struggle you think you went through? So my biggest struggle, so just because I went vegetarian doesn't mean I was healthy <laughs> because vegetarians, you can be very unhealthy and you can be a very unhealthy vegan yes, <laughs> as well. Yes. So that's why there's different, you know, that's why there's, there's different types out there. But, um, but I was, I went vegetarian. Yes. I lessened dairy. Yes. I took out the meat, but did I take out processed food? No. <laughs> you know, did I take out going out to eat, you know, for good? No. I tried it for a little bit, but then you go back to it and you kind of go back into your old ways. The only thing I didn't go back into was eating meat. So I completely cut that out. Um, and that, so what happened for me is I think I fell in love with just food <laughs> and I don't know, like food and I, because I went to a lot of wrong foods and didn't know how to, I, I think I, I was just eating foods, but I, I didn't know what to really do or how to eat I don't, so what happened was, is basically, um, I went into the obese category. So I gained quite a bit of weight. I, um, because I was, I was pretty thin when I had to go to the hospital and losing a bunch of weight. And then when I found, you know, the, 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 the cooking utensils and food can actually taste good and more experimenting. And then, you know, and then I became a wife and I wanted to learn how to cook really good foods for my husband. And, you know, my, I just, I went off and I started, I started putting on pounds. And so that was a, a really big issue for, for me, um, is that, yeah, I became overweight and then I hit the obese category. Mm. So, um, now, and, and I, and I guess going through that, I know that there's a lot of, I know that there's a lot of vulnerability, you know, that there's a lot of, um, just a lot of self-reflection and emotion that comes from just saying that, you know, just saying that and being open with me about this as well. I think it's a really, um, I, I admire you for even, you know, getting into that deep level into your life, um, and, you know, and I, I just commend you for where you're at now. And, and I know that 
you know, I know that you have, um, you know, I know that you have really learned a lot from all of this. And I, you know, I want to know if, if you, after, after that struggle in an eye opening of what you went through and just seeing yourself and, and feeling that about yourself, did you find a, a different system? And, and, and when, I guess, how did you come out of feeling that way and, and being even healthier um, than you were? And uh, do, do you mind explaining your journey and, and how you got even to where you are now into being even healthier than that? Yeah. Um, yeah, my, because I was um, oh, obese, um, I, you know, you, you mentally kind of tear yourself down constantly. And, and that's what I did. So mentally, you know, you, you want to go on all these diets and you want to do this and you want to drink that and you want to take the easy way out. You want to do all these different things. And it never, it didn't work for me. And I, I, I'm like, now I was thinking that now I'm going back to more issues. Now what's wrong with me? I can't lose weight. I can't lose weight. I've tried this diet. I've tried that diet. I've tried this and I just gain it. Uh, you try so many different things out there. You try fad diets, you try fasting, you try. And it's like, you sit there and you're like, what is wrong with me now? What now do I have to change or take out? And I'm thinking to myself, do I have to go vegan? <laughs> At first I was like, do I have, cause I didn't really know a whole lot about being, you know, I, I did learn from the cancer project class, but, but being full on like lifestyle vegan, I really didn't know. So but, um, but yeah, but I think it started to change when my husband and I, um, we went on a cruise to Mexico and I think this is kind of where the turning point was because when you're, when you're on a cruise, you eat so much food because <laughs> it's there <laughs> all the time and you just want to experience it and just have the food. Well, this cruise, it's, it's pretty, it's pretty neat. What happened between the different cruises that we went on and what lifestyle I had between the first and the third, because the first and the second, you know, I ate and ate and ate. So, but my, I think a traumatic experience for me, um, was not just mentally looking down on myself, but actually now physically seeing it. And we were, uh, we were, we went out, uh, we went into Mexico and my legs were chafing so bad. They started to bleed. So I started to feel like liquid running down the inside of my thighs. And that was a horrible experience for me. And so I literally had to take my, my, my undies and I had to time around my thigh, like a, like a, uh, just like, oh, just to stop, just to keep my legs separated. Wow. So it was awful for me being in the heat of Mexico and having to deal with that because now I'm on land. I'm not back on the ship anymore. And I told my, I said, I told my husband, I said, I'm like, my, my legs are bleeding. And so that's how bad it was for me. And I think ever since that traumatic experience, I'm just, that I, I literally had to go, man, 
I, I have to do something. So, um, and that, that whole entire rest of the trip, I was very sour with myself and I shouldn't have been, I should just, you know what, I'm just, I'm going to make, I'm going to make the change, but I was, but I was acting still very mentally sour to myself the rest of that trip. And, and I didn't want to go through that again. So, um, so after, after that, I, what I had to mentally do is not think of going on a diet. And I think that's the biggest thing is when people go on diets, well, the first, the first three letters of diet is die. That's literally like how you feel when, 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 like every time I say, yeah, I'm going to go on a new diet, (laughs) (laughs) you don't feel good (laughs) already. Like you're already mentally like, okay, I know I can't eat this. I can't eat that. And I can't eat that. And you start already, you already start failing yourself already mentally, And that's not how life should be. That's not how we we shouldn't think of, oh my gosh, I'll never have that food again. Or I'm going on a diet. Oh, I'm just, I'm, I'm going to die for the next three months, (laughs) you know, or I can never have M&Ms for the next, you know, 30 days, you know? (laughs) So, I mean, it's just, so what I had to do was, so what I did is I completely changed my thinking. Um, so, but what happened is in 2000, in March of 2018, um, my, it, it didn't start with, it kind of started with my traumatic experience, but, but I needed to also incorporate some sort of exercise as well. And my sister, in March of 2018, uh, we basically, I, I, we, we worked and lived together for a whole entire month and she taught me to squat every time that I would go to like pick something up or when I went up the stairs, do lunges up the stairs. <laughs> Let me just tell you, Sierra. Okay. My, I couldn't do one lunge. I couldn't lunge one stare. I could not do one step. <laughs> and like, I laugh at this now because of my progress and how far I've come, but I would cry. Like, I would cry on the stairs thinking, really? I can't even do one lunge. Like how out of shape am I? So, but I kept going and I didn't care. And every single time when I did laundry to pick up the laundry basket, it, when we did dishes, it would be squat. And, oh, this was hilarious because she would yell at me, squat. If I picked up something, she would say, squat, squat, squat. And that's all I heard for a month. It was saying, was hearing squat. And it would like, it was like military, you know, in, in my home. And all, that's all it was, was just squatting. Well, in, in that 30 days, I started to notice actually a difference. And I went from being able to maybe not even really being able to do one lunge. And then I could lunge up all the way up and down the staircase. So it's all progress and it's all steps. And that's what I had to mentally think to myself with food. 
don't think of food as, you know, like, 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 like an enemy. You, you can't think that way. You just have to change. Just, you just have to change up what you're eating or go to a little bit healthier alternatives. So you don't feel like you're going to miss out. So I had to mentally tell myself, this is a lifestyle, not a diet. And this is what I'm going to do. So I set up myself for a lifestyle change, not a diet because diets are quick fixes, just like pills and medication. You're preaching. Yes. Yeah. Right. right? Yeah. And yeah. And, and, and diets, they're quick fixes. You lose weight, but eh, you go off of it. Guess what happens? You can gain that weight right back. So I literally had to do a paradigm shift with food and that's what I did. And I, I looked at food, not as an enemy. I looked at it because like, because people who go on diets, they look at a Snickers or Twix and go, Oh, I want it so bad, but I'm on a diet and Oh, I can't have it for like another 30 days. And then people start freaking out it's when a you're on a cycle. It's one oh, big negative cycle. Oh, it is. And when and but what when you're doing a lifestyle change, what I did is if I wanted candy, I would now lessen my portion. <laughs> so instead of having, you know, the whole bag of M&Ms, I would have maybe like five. And I was okay, that's it. I, I'm done. I don't need any more. I don't need to sit there and eat the whole bag. <laughs> and if I wanted, if I wanted a Twix. I would have one bar, not both of them, and I would save it. So those are little steps that I did to help me in the beginning because my body, I didn't want it to turn into, oh, we're not going to have this food anymore. So that's what I did is, is I just took little things like that and I started cutting back on the, you know, the, the portion sizes of the, of the, of the naughtier foods and then upped the healthier and kind of did some healthier swaps. And so what, when you say swapping, um, I mean, well, and, and for one, just, just portion control. I mean, yes, you know, there, there's always a balance. Everything's there's always everything in moderation. Right. But, um, there's only, you know, a certain point to where you really live that and it, it, it seems like you have understood that concept of, you know, everything. Yeah, absolutely. Even the moderation, and, you know, and, and the thing is, is that you have been able to find your, you know, your, your little, your little ins and to make you still feel okay to make you still feel okay about yourself as well. And to where you're not mm-hmm. beating yourself up going, Oh, I really shouldn't be eating this right now, but screw it up. Anyways. <laughs> You know, and yeah. that's also very powerful too. And um, and and when you say swap, um, I I really want to know where did you did you just start educating yourself on swapping? Did you find somebody on swapping? Just I mean, for one, two, also, and I just want to say, um, when you say one step at a time, and you when you are you know going up those stairs and finding that that you know you're like, gosh, I. I really want to do these lunges or I really want to be squats and I can't even, you know, do one. And, but then, but you still kept persevering through it. And, mm-hmm. and that is, that's very, very powerful as well. And you just, and you took that challenge and you wanted to get better and everything inside of your mind, body, and spirit wanted 
to get better. And I always praise all about mind, body, and spirit being very balanced because one, we can't be fully into one because the other's too lax, you know? And I just think that your, your empowerment in wanting to be healthy and you were just, okay, you know what? I'm hearing squat 24 seven. This, this may, I mean, this might have a concept behind it, you know? And, <laughs> And that's just, it's really cool that, and you actually saw a difference and you felt a difference. And by, by the end of that month of doing that, were you able to do more than one lunch? Oh yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Oh, I was, I went from crying the whole month thinking like, I was just crying through lunges because at first it was very tough for me to do it. My knees hurt, my legs hurt. I wanted to give up. I didn't want to do it. I couldn't even do one, Sierra. I literally could not do one lunch. And by the end of the month, I mean, I was able to do like 30. And that was a huge accomplishment for me. And I can do way more now but than 30. But that month, to be able to do 30 and go up and down the stairs with no problem, I mean, that was huge. I felt like Rocky. <laughs> You so when he was done, <laughs> I, felt, I really felt good. And I'll, I, I took pictures of my legs and my thighs. And when you, when you feel good physically as well, you also kind of want to feel good on your inside as well. So it, it makes you kind of want to eat a little bit better, Absolutely. you know, because, because I, I learned that I eating healthy and exercising at the same time, I couldn't do both. Mentally, I could not take on both challenges because food was a challenge. So was exercising. So I I started I started with exercising, and then I went to healthier uh, food swaps. And but you were asking different like food swaps, like different yeah. things I did. Yeah, I just want to say great job. I really do. oh <laughs> I want to say great job. That's Thank you. I appreciate it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you. And I, yeah, it was, it was tough, but you know, I did it. And, but it, it was, it was better when, um, it was, it was easier for me with the food mentally knowing that, um, it's on a diet. And so what I did was sour cream instead of sour cream. I went to Greek yogurt. Mm. Now there, yes, it's, but I'm a vegetarian. So yes, it is dairy, but but when we would have tacos, instead of having that sour cream, I switched to Greek yogurt. And instead of like maybe the higher fat cheese, I would do maybe the lower fat cheese. Um, I would, I went from, um, I went from like what I, what like artisan potato bread, <laughs> I went to Ezekiel bread. Um, and that was huge. And I actually, for a while, I think in 2019, um, I actually scared myself from eating bread. And I, I, I was scared to death, Sierra, on eating bread. So I actually didn't eat bread for six months. I, I took it out. <laughs> and when you say scared to death, why? So because you hear about bread, how bread makes you gain weight and carbs, carbs, bad, 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 bad. Well, there's a difference between simple and complex carbs, and I had to learn that difference. Mm-hmm. And but what I, but then I learned about um, different breads. And so what I did is to bring back the non-scared lifestyle 
again is, okay, we're going to make the swap instead of eating this, you know, Italian type of bread more. And I, I, I also had wheat bread, but okay, it's, that's not the healthiest. So what can I do to go even healthier? So I went from, I did steps in healthier, you know, healthy, healthier, healthiest, you know? And so that's what I did for myself. And Ezekiel bread, I I didn't, wow, I didn't gain weight and uh, I can actually have toast in the morning. And it's because of what I was doing with the rest of my lifestyle and how I wasn't mentally blocking myself daily. Um, Pasta, I went to zucchini uh, zucchini spirals and uh, spaghetti squash instead of pasta. So stuff like that. Wow. And yeah. now when you did, when you started doing all these swaps, did you notice, I mean, a huge difference in the way you felt, the way you looked um, and, and, and just, and I guess just the, the excitement in food, did that change for you as well? Yep. It sure did. <laughs> uh, the, the, when I started to make these swaps, um, I, yeah, it was a big difference, not only in, uh, not only did my insides feel different because I was eating, I, I was making swaps. I was trying to get to basically the, the healthiest swap that I could, um, without, without thinking mentally like, Oh, I'll never have that food again you know, so I did everything in steps, like I was saying. And, and so because of that, my physique was changing. My weight was, it was lessening, but what I had to do was stop looking at the, uh, the, the weight, like, yeah, stop looking at the scale because you, you can't, you, you can't do that. No. And I actually learned, I actually learned that from uh, an, an, an influencer that has her own protein company and all that is throw out your scale. And so I did, and it was very, very hard for me. So all I did was take progress pictures for a whole entire like year, year and a half. That's all I did. I just did photos and I just focused on how my clothing felt. That's what I did. And that kept me going. Pictures and clothing. That's all it was. That's all it took. And when I get curious, yeah, you know, like whenever we went to Walmart, I'd hop on a scale, you know, and I would, just, I would get on it just to see. And I really surprised myself. But with exercise, you know, sometimes your weight, will, it'll fluctuate or it'll kind of stay put for a while because muscle weighs more than fat. And I had to realize that too. That was very hard for me to understand. I'm like, well, my clothes are fitting better, but my weight's not going anywhere. Oh, well, that's because I'm also exercising too. I'm actually (laughs) gaining muscle. (laughs) I I had to, I had to realize that there's, there's been a lot of things that I, that I've come to realize in, in my journey. And I, it's been, it's been pretty amazing. No, <laughs> it really does. Um, I love the phases in, in your story and your journey. Um, and, and honestly, it, it's really, really fascinating <clears throat> as well. Now, um, also too, your, this, this, this next phase, um, of, of your, of your life. I, uh, I do know that we have chatted with your pregnancy 
And, yes. <laughs> and you, how far away are you from your due date? Oh, uh, well, right now I am 24 days away. <laughs> and now I, I also want to know, was there something in specific in, in your health that you think enhanced being able to get pregnant? Yeah, I actually really, truly, honestly believe um, that food had everything to do with this phase. Um, I actually went, uh, so let's see here. I went in January of 2020, I went almost completely plant-based. And actually it was more probably whole food plant-based rather than plant-based. Um, so I, I probably went 90% whole food plant-based and 10% plant-based because I still had the plant-based candy and chocolate and all that. <laughs> just, just, just to keep myself, you know, sane still, <laughs> but, but I, but I found really good ones out there. And, um, yeah, you know, and so some good, you know, just or like those little smart sweets, you know, the little things or I will say, yep. Uh, chalk zero is a hero for me and same with smart sweets, not sponsored or nothing, but, <laughs> but you know, but uh, you know, I, but those, those two actually really helped me get away from, uh, chocolate from the store and gummies. It's a swap. That's your swap. That's, that was a swap for me. Okay. Look, I'm still eating candy. What? <laughs> you know, <laughs> and I'm still getting fit. <laughs> I, I didn't think you, I didn't think you could. So, um, but I had to prove to myself that you can. Yeah. And, uh, you know, if you have a foundation of good health and that's, mm -hmm. that's the biggest thing, yeah. if you have a constant foundation of a daily good intake, good vitamins, good minerals, and you have all the things that you need for being healthy and keeping your body at a good healthy state. And then a little once in a while, you know, you bring those little cheats in, you know, in there that are yeah. plant-based, like you said as well. So it doesn't completely throw off everything in your body, but yeah. then you get to, you know, then you get to just experience that your metabolism, your body is, is already functioning at a high level of great, you know, a great function. And so once it goes in your body, it just comes out and you're good to go. And you, you know, and, and, and that's, what's really, really cool is, is you've already had that healthy foundation, especially being whole food plant-based. And then all of a sudden, you know, you're like, oh, I'm gonna have a little bit here and there. It's like, that's okay. You know, because you're just giving yourself that. Okay. Because you feel comfortable with that little bit of cheat. So anyways, yep. continue. Yeah, no, no. Yeah, no, you're, you're exactly right. And so uh, just to hit on what you said, when the cheats, I just remember, you know, just on this health journey of mine, um, in that year and a half while trying to get my body stronger and more fit and healthier, when if you would go out to a restaurant to eat, I, I wasn't scared because I wasn't on a diet. And yeah. I ate pasta. I had my cheese. I had bread. But guess what? The next day, I was like, I'm just curious. I didn't gain weight. I actually lost weight after having pasta and bread. And <laughs> big, But my body was just burning through that food yes. because I built such a foundation on, on such just healthy eating that when you go out every once in a while, you're not like you're not suffering and you're not sitting at the restaurant going, where's the diet menu? <laughs> yeah, can I just have chicken and broccoli? It's like, yeah, uh, no, mm -hmm. 
let's 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 no <laughs> yeah eggs that's why that's why I just believe in lifestyle changing habits not I don't believe in diets I, I don't um okay. now but uh but I know but I but the the next stage for the pregnancy I went um so in January of 2020 um I went uh I went plant-based and I started really experimenting with food. I mean, I would meal prep me, I would, my, my, my lunches, my husband's food. He felt good. He was losing, you know, his tummy. He was, you know, I, he felt confident. We were both confident, like going into this and see, I, I was also told, I know I didn't say this before, but, um, but I was told that I couldn't get pregnant. so being told that it kind of puts a mental block in, in, in your mind. And I, um, I was prescribed medications to get pregnant and I, I stared at that medication, the, the, the prescription slip for years. And I finally, I just tore it in half and I just said, I'm not, I am not doing it. So, and if, and we weren't, we weren't trying in 2020, we weren't trying, you know, to, to get pregnant and it happened, but we weren't, we weren't, you know, on purposely <laughs> trying to, to mark the calendar. Um, but I, you know, but changing the food habits actually knocked off and made me even more tone than I ever have been. And I was even more fit. I got stronger. I was lifting weights. I was curling like 25, 30 pounds. And I'm like, I mean, I've never been able to curl 30 pounds. I know I didn't think my biceps could handle that. I mean, I would lift like a water bottle and I'm like, oh, you know, before, but now I'm like, yeah, like we can do like thirties, you know? And that was yeah, huge for me. Two big, two big tide, <laughs> you know, uh, detergent. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I started even doing, I started working out with my own laundry detergent <laughs> and, um, anything, any, anything I could lift, I would lift it and work out with it. And, um, and I, so I did everything that I could lift and work out and squat with, I would do. And I, I still squat to this day. I still do it. <laughs> and, uh, and, but what happened was, is that I noticed that my my body felt really good. Like it, it felt really good when I went, when I went plant-based and eating just more legumes and more grains and not being afraid of the complex carbs, the sweet potatoes. And I mean, I'm a huge fan of sweet potatoes. I wasn't maybe in the very beginning of my pregnancy, but, um, <laughs> no, but, but no, like, but I, I just, I started really loving different foods and what we were eating and it was pretty amazing. So yeah. And then I, let's see here, uh, June, I started to now incorporate beets. I'm like, let's try a new food that I've never had before and beets. And I started getting creative and I started making my own beet juice. <laughs> okay. It, it just, just tell me what, I mean, was it a simple recipe? What, what you I, yeah. Um, very, uh, I think, 
Oh, hold on. I didn't lose you. Did I? It just went. Okay. So, um, I, uh, so I, so my beet juice is just, I, I took the beets. I would blend those with some coconut water. Coconut water is so good for you, but coconut water, beet juice. Um, I would do blueberries. I would do, um, honey or you can do, um, agave or honey. And then you could uh, put other different, maybe little fruits that are juicy. You blend it and then you'd strain it through a cheesecloth and a strainer and you squeeze it out. You make a juice, put it over ice. And that's what I did. And I fell in love with beet juice. So Mm -hmm. I just went on a beet juice kick and the energy that you gain from beet juice is unreal. So I didn't want to not, I didn't want to not have it. Absolutely. Absolutely. So I, I loved it. And in June, I, I think I had beet juice for like, I, I, I mean, I ate food. It wasn't like a beet juice cleanse or nothing. <laughs> I am, but I, but I had beet juice instead of coffee, like every morning Absolutely. in June. Yes. And June 6th was when it was when our son was made <laughs> and, but we didn't find out until July 14th, uh, just four days, uh, uh, three days after I turned 30. So, wow. yeah. So I, I really, so, so. I, I didn't get pregnant all of these years and doctors looking inside and saying my eggs just die was pretty sad to hear every time you went to the OB. And, but now I'm, I'm, I'm 24 days away. And in the very beginning of this pregnancy, I actually really didn't believe I was pregnant. Yes. I was going through all the symptoms and getting sick and, you know, not liking foods, but I still couldn't mentally believe that I was pregnant. And it's, it was meant mentally, it's, it's been quite, quite the ride. (laughs) You know, I can only imagine being told, you know, just something, I mean, in, in my history of health issues, I was also told that and, but for different reasons, you know, but, but being told that is, you know, especially when you have a husband that is looking for a future, you know, with you for a family, um, yeah. you know, the, the emotions are, are really rough. And then the fact that the doctors just gave you prescription to get pregnant, if, if little did they know, you know, if you were to just change your lifestyle even more for food um, and all the, all the things that can unlock for you in your future and your body just adapted and it was apparently is the most healthiest that it could ever be because <laughs> now you're blessed with this amazing soul that <laughs> you know and, and that you've created and and that's what's just really really I think it's just such a beautiful story to be able to hear because I um I I, I also you know I, I've heard from Catherine and and I know you know Catherine very very yeah. well and I know she has quite a story on you know how her her story on not being able to get pregnant and then getting healthy, um, in her, you know, plant-based lifestyle has changed it as well. And, and I just think more and more people need to hear this because it's, it's a real thing. What food can really do to our hormones, reproductive system. I mean, literally everything from head to toe will change. Um, and, and so I just want to say congratulations on, on this. Thank you. Baby and, I'm just so excited for you and your husband 
and I'm just so excited for, for you to be able to, to have Mason and then get back on track on your working out and your, you know, your squatting and, and, you know, and, uh, and yep. all the things that you're doing. So, um, so I'm just really excited for that for you. And, and I just wanted to say again, you know, really just amazing. I just think it's amazing. Um, just all the different transformations and all the different choices that you decided to go through and, you know, and, and like I said, just decide, Hey, you know what, I'm going to take this different path. That takes a lot. It takes a lot. I, I know that feeling of looking at a, looking at a ball and saying, well, that's, that's the easier route. You know, that, that is the easier route, but is that the healthiest route? Or is that route going to get me to the actual end result that I need a year from now? This might give me the result I need for tonight, but maybe not a year from now when I wanted to reproduce. And that's, that's just really, really cool for me. And um, now uh, if um, I know that we've been on here for a little while, so, you know, we'll, we'll cut it down here in a little bit, but I do want to ask you just a couple more questions about your, your birth. And, uh, and I really want to end with just, just, just really knowing um, what kind of birth are you going to be having? So I chose to do the, uh, the natural water, uh, water birth route. That's, that is what I chose and I'm, and I stuck with it and I'm, I'm still sticking with it. <laughs> <laughs> and now, and I know that there are so, so many amazing benefits for going with a natural birth and specifically a water birth. Um, could you just give me just maybe a couple things that you've learned, um, that are an amazing, um, just, just an amazing transformation for you or anything that you've learned that will better your birth or your experience being pregnant. Okay. So I, I lost you for just, just, uh, for just a second. So, um, I just want to make sure I, I hit the points. Um, I just want to make sure I, I hit the points, uh, that you, that you want me to answer. Um, you say one more time. No worries. So for, um, for your pregnancy. Now, I just wanted to know what are just some things that you've learned in this, um, in this pregnancy through any birthing classes mm -hmm. or anything that you've learned from your midwife that is, that have taught you for getting a better, um, you know, natural pregnancy or, or creating a, a more, a better experience mm -hmm. and a less painful experience during birth, if you can. Okay. So, well, the a class that I have taken is, you know, everyone thinks about, oh, you take taking a Lamaze class, you know, they, you know, those type of classes. Yeah. And no, <laughs> no, this, um, I've actually taken a Bradley birth class and it's, it's husband and wife involvement class. Um, so my, you know, a lot of the classes, my husband is working on those nights, but, um, but so, but, but even when I go, you, you just learn so much. And what I've also learned about having a natural birth is at first, when you, when you say it, you're like, okay, well, is, am I, am I really, <laughs> am I really going to go through with a natural birth? Because when you start telling people that you're going to do it naturally, the reaction is, oh, no way. I could never do a natural birth. Oh, you're not going to do an epidural. Oh, you're, you're going to want one. You're going to need it. Well, at first, it kind of freaks you out <laughs> hearing other women say this. And, but you shouldn't be freaked out of having a natural birth. And, I, and I've stayed my ground this whole time. Yeah, 
I have been a little anxious <laughs> as it gets closer to this time. This is my, you know, it's my first child. So, but getting educated on having a natural birth actually gives you the confidence as a woman that you can do this. I went into this pregnancy very natural. I don't want to have my child in an unnatural type of environment or way. And I don't want to be stressed out. And learning the difference between natural birth and hospital has really now just made me slam my foot into the ground with natural birth. And I, yes, there are times when women do need the hospital and it's there for an emergency, you know, and thank you to those who are there for an emergency, but if you can help it or prevent going there and get yourself healthy and have a healthy, uh, pregnancy, I mean, I really think that you should because the, the education that you get between natural and hospital, it's, it's pretty alarming. Actually it's some of it's disturbing and alarming. Wow. Um, yeah. are there any kind of, uh, therapies or, uh, specific birthing techniques or any oils that they've recommended for you, um, to, you know, like I said, to at all help your pregnancy or to even help with your birth be as smooth as possible? So one, yeah, one thing that was really neat that I didn't know at all was actually a, uh, a massage of the perineum. And now it's, it also has to involve your partner as well. Um, cause it's, it's a little hard to, to reach, you know, yourself down there. <laughs> um, but, um, but the reason why there, that it, the reason why it should be, uh, massaged, but also, um, the, the oil, the two different oils that are really good for it is one coconut oil and geranium. And, um, so those two oils, because what can, um, because what can happen is when, so when the baby does come down your birth canal, it can get stuck. It's head can get stuck on, you know, the, the thin piece of skin down there. And normally if you're in a hospital, well, that's like, whoop, episiotomy slice. They will take, they will cut you. And then a lot of women suffer for years. There's this lady that suffered for 17 years. She's sore, healing the process. No. Because they forced, um, they for, they cut. Mm-hmm. So, so the baby. It was a forced cut. Come out, got it. Yep. Yeah, it was a forced cut. And, and yeah. And, and so I learned that. And so if you put oils and you naturally kind of massage and stretch that bottom area, it helps to naturally. So if you do tear, then you can, you can, if you naturally tear, it's kind of like biting. Have you ever bit the inside of your cheek? Oh, horrible. oh man. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but it is, oh yeah, it is horrible. Yeah. But, and then, but then, but it heals. Yes. And then it goes back to normal. Yeah. Well, the process of an episiotomy is the healing isn't too well. So if you tear naturally, 
if and if you tear naturally, but also with having the 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 massaging techniques for six from from six weeks before you're due, if you're just massaging, it helps to stretch out that skin so it's not as taut. So that way your baby's head can actually come out of your birth canal a little bit easier. So then you can either maybe not tear. No, you know, there's no promises not guaranteed, but it can, but it's a huge step in helping <laughs> that direction. Cause who wants to be cut and sliced? Like, I mean, really, <laughs> you know, I, I'd rather naturally tear and then it naturally heal itself. Amen. You know? So, and I had no idea that the head can get stuck. And if it's severely stuck, um, then a lot of the times that would be a, a call for even a C-section as well. Wow. Yeah. Wow. And I, and I, I'm trying to, I'm trying to steer away from that. And a lot of women have to go, uh, you know, that route. Um, and I, I'm really just trying to do everything I can to, to prevent it from going that direction. Absolutely. So, yeah. So that's one, that's one major thing that, that I did learn. So pretty interesting. <laughs> <Yeah>. Wow. <laughs> Um, I'm sure that you have, I'm sure you have a book full of things <laughs> that, uh, <laughs> that you've learned going just in the nine months, um, of all of these, all of these things and, and all the things that you're going to need to do. <laughs> oh, oh, oh yeah. Oh, I've, I've learned a lot how to make a birth plan. And I never knew that before what you can and cannot, what, what you can do in a hospital. If you do have a birth plan what you can say no to. I didn't know you can say no to doctors. Oh yes, you can. <laughs> if you don't want something, if, if you, if there's an epidural, but you don't want the plitocin to make you go into forced labor, mm. you can opt to say no to that. I had, I, I didn't know. Um, sometimes it is, you know, forced because it's like, Hey, we got, we got to get your baby out which in some cases, you know, maybe that is true where you do need, you need to go into labor right away. But if you can, if you can prevent that, I, you know, if, if you learn, if you just learn the steps for natural birth and hospital, learn both sides and then make your decision. Don't just say, I'm going to go to the hospital for my, I'm getting epidural. I don't want to feel nothing. But then you have a lot of women that want to go naturally. And I just heard also, you know, that, that water, it also really helps to ease your body and your baby is going from water into water. So it's a more natural way of birthing your baby. So, you know, and that's, that's why I'm just, I, I've just learned too much from hospital and natural that my decision, it is it's natural, but it came because I, I be, I've been educating myself on both sides. Absolutely. And I think that that's also a really good point that you say is educating yourself. There's a huge point in educating yourself and getting different perspectives and different opinions and different facts and just making your own decision and having a collective, you know, answer and saying, you know what, no, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stick to what I, I'm going to stick to what I believe is, is right for me and my baby and the situation that you're in. And I, and I really, really praise you for doing a natural birth. Um, and I think that it's, I think it's going to be an amazing experience. And, um, and honestly, I, I think it'd be really, really interesting to have you back on the show so we can talk <laughs> about 
how it all went. How, how the birth about, went. <laughs> yeah. And, and I really want to know too, you know, further on once, once the baby is out, how you're going to be feeding and how, and how that's all going and how the education on, on feeding is going. And I would really love to, um, yeah. So, so maybe sometime in the future we can have you back on and we can talk about all the fun stuff. I, I, would, I would be, I would be honored and I would be glad to come back, um, on your show and talk about, yeah, talk about, Oh, you know, uh, after. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Oh my God. That's so exciting. Um, you know, I want to know just, just to kind of, just to kind of see where you're at. You know, I, I know that you're really just focused strictly on just having, having your baby boy and going through this, the, uh, going through this birth and, um, you know, just going to this next phase. But I do also want to know, do you have any, uh, future aspirations and, and goals in mind for for you know for either the salamaster master industry or anything outside of that that you have been wanting to do or, or you know um, just any anything at all in, in your future that you've been wanting to wanting to step into yeah uh, I thank you for asking because I actually really want to take a couple extra steps into helping uh, more, you know, help helping more people. Um, I, you know, I, I have helped, um, people who are close to me, um, with their health ailments because of things that I've gone through and I've really helped them and seen a difference. And it's pretty neat just because the information that I gave it helped them and it was, it's rewarding. And so if I, if I can help people close to me, why not people who are not close to me, you know, and I can help, uh, you know, a lot more people out there. So, but one of them, I really, I would love to write a, uh, a cookbook, uh, one day. Um, and it, it could be, a, it, whether it be recipes or I could teach people what to swap, <laughs> you know, swap out, um, and teach them to squat as well. <laughs> um, so basically what I've learned that helped me, I want to put into a, I want, I want to put out there. And, um, I, you know, I do want to, uh, create, um, social media pages. Um, you know, I do have an Instagram page that I started a while ago. And then when I got pregnant, I, I stopped, it just kind of went stagnant for a little bit, um, because being pregnant, I've never been through any of this. And so, and all the foods that I was talking about eating before I couldn't quite, I, 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 I couldn't ingest anymore. It would just come right back up. So, um, so, and yeah. And so, uh, but yeah, but I, uh, yeah, but I want to, um, I want to create a, a bigger social media and I really want to do probably a YouTube channel as well, helping people to make swaps, mm. you know, and, and just, just, just what I've done. If it could help, if it could help five, 10 people out there, um, just by making some healthier choices without feeling like they're going to die on a diet, you know, then that, that's, that's what I want to do. Wow. Wow. I yeah. love that. Uh, I think yeah. it's going to be a great journey for you. And I think that being firsthand and experience in what you've gone through, I think that, you know, is really going to carry on through the inspiration and the message and the movement that you want to create for other people 
to see that there is a healthier alternative. And that's the whole point of this podcast is mm-hmm. to share the healthy alternative. And, and you are a prime example of that. And I think it's really, um, really awesome to hear all the things, you know, from, from then to, to, to well, a little bit then in the middle and then to now, and then to in the future, what you're wanting to do with your story, um, I think is really inspiring. And I know for a fact, you're going to kill it. And, um, and so, and what's, did you make an Instagram page? Did you say for, for, for the, what was it? Yeah, it's actually, I, so, so my, my Instagram page, um, I changed it now to what, how it fits, you know, now, um, it's called squat and swap, squat oh and swap. Squat and Be- swap. Yep. Squat and swap. Oh my God. <laughs> so, you know, you could, you actually, you probably make a cute little dance to that squat and swap. Like, <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Absolutely. Then let's, oh just, gosh. let's just burn some more calories while we're at it. <laughs> exactly. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That'd be, that'd be a good while you're cooking. You know, you squat and squat. squat. I, mean, <laughs> I know. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yep. Wow. That's, that's, that's great. Well, um, I'll make sure, uh, yeah, I'll make sure that the, that my listeners can hear, can hear that the squat and swap page. And uh, I'm really excited. I can't wait to go on there and look at all, all what you have on there. And, uh, I know it's just going to grow. It's going to blow up. And if there's, if there's anything that I can do to help you, um, in your journey and support you, or, you know, just grab people to, you know, follow and help build your community in that, um, I will, I'm absolutely here for you because I fully believe in everything that you're doing. So, um, I appreciate that. Thank you so much. And yep, I believe in everything that I've done and said, and it's worked. And if it could help others, then, you know, that's, that's the greatest blessing. If you can take what you've learned because it helped you and help others with it, that's, that's what you can give back to this world today. I don't think we're going to end on a better note. (laughs) (laughs) That that about sealed it. Wow. Um, thank you for that. And, you know, uh, congratulations again on your journey and everything that you've gone through. Um, I, I definitely commend you and, um, and I just love your spirit and I, I just, I love your heart and I love all the education and everything that you're applying to your life. So thank you for sharing with me and thank you for your honesty. And, um, and I, and I can't wait to have you on here again to, to, to see a uh, mom in action and to oh, yeah. all the, all the natural things that she's doing for, for the baby. And, yep. um, and so cause you, cause I, you, you, you know, I'll be passing on a lot to him. So <laughs> yeah. I, I can't wait to share what I'm, I can't wait to share. And next time, uh, you know, next time you might just, you might actually hear a little, Coo or cry in the background. <laughs> I know. Huh? Yeah. Okay, mom. Let, let's try and give mom at least an hour of quiet time. <laughs> yep. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. While he's sleeping. Okay. Now I'll get back on your show. Yeah. I, yeah, I, I'll I, get really, <laughs> I really appreciate you having me on today and, and sharing my experience and, and, and my thoughts on things and, you know, my, you know, opinion and everything. I really appreciate uh, having you, you having me on today. So thank you. Absolutely. The different perspective is that that's all we need. You know, one person mm-hmm. can change one person's life and that's all it takes. And uh, yep. <laughs> so thank you for all that you do. And uh, yeah, I'll be, I'll be talking with you further. Okay. Well, sounds good. I will, I will uh, be talking to you after, after birth. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That sounds awesome. Thank you so much.
Well, there it is. And I really hope that you had some notes or you got even just a little bit of great things to apply to your life and your cooking because it's extremely important. And you can find Chanel at Chanel Telsha on Instagram and Facebook. You can also find her on squat underscore and underscore swap on her Instagram page and go follow her. I am very grateful that you're here and my next episode will consist of how to retain your nutrients in your food. It's really going to be great. So thank you so much for tuning in and I really look forward to more. Have a wonderful day.